0: Hey, hey, it's Conrad Thompson here to tell you a little bit about adfreeshows.com. People often ask me, what exactly is ad Free shows all about? Well, I'm glad you asked. Not only do you get early ad-free access to all of my podcasts, starting at just $9, but you also get many of your other favorite wrestling podcasts, like Click This with Kevin Nash, Gentleman Villain with William Regal, Oh, You Didn't Know with Brian James, and others. For yes, still just $9 a month. That's 14 podcasts in total every single week, early, with no ads. That's like 20 cents an episode. And yes, you can listen to them all directly through Apple Podcasts or through your regular podcast apps. How easy is that? Want some more cheese on that Whopper? AdFreeShows.com has literally tens of thousands of hours worth of bonus content, including fantastically popular series like Current Fires Back, Idle Chase, and Strictly Business. And I don't know why this is a thing there's even more than 40 ask conrad episodes waiting for you at adfreeshows.com we've got monthly zoom chats with all the podcast hosts live watch alongs with wrestling legends and more come on now see for yourself what thousands of other wrestling fans have already discovered that's adfreeshows.com is the best value in wrestling today check it out right now adfreeshows.com you'll be glad you did
1: of excellence in sports entertainment.
2: Kurt Angle and welcome to the Kurt Angle show on the show today. We'll be discussing when I became Eurocontinental champion and my first WrestleMania, but first let me introduce to you my co-host, Paul Bromwell. How are you doing today, Paul?
3: Hey, Kurt. I'm doing great, man. It's good to see you this week. Had a lot of fun on last week's episode and, uh, no, we went over your match with Chris Benwell. Got a lot of good feedback on that one.
2: Yeah, I was surprised. I was very happy about that.
3: Yeah, we did, and uh, this week's going to be a lot of fun today. As you said, we're going to look at No Way Out from 2000 and WrestleMania from 2000, kind of a double shot. We're going to talk, uh, talk about the build-up to both of them. It's going to include, as you said, you winning the European title from Val Venus, we all remember him, and then winning the Intercontinental title from Chris Jericho, but then you lost both belts in your first WrestleMania, dude. I don't know why. I don't know. I should have held those titles a lot longer. (laughs) You should have. But, buddy, there's a lot to cover, so let's just jump right into it. And we're going to start at the night after the 2000 Royal Rumble pay-per-view from Madison Square Garden. That, of course, was where Taz choked you out for technically your first loss in the WWF. You uh, you definitely remember that event, don't you?
2: Yeah, it doesn't count. It was illegal.
3: <laughs> okay. All right. So we're going to go with that. And then Raw was in Philly. So now you're in Taz's backyard, and he chokes you out again. Then we finally move on to SmackDown tapings in Baltimore. First, you defeated Midian, of all people, in a match on Sunday Night Heat. And you pick up some revenge on Taz. You leave, leave him laying out uh, with a chokehold. But before we move on, Kurt, I wanted to ask you about Midian. Dennis Knight. Do you remember uh, working with him? Any good stories from, from good old
2: Midian? You know, uh, Dennis was great. He was so funny. He was the entertainment of the locker room. You know, there was a point in time where WWE had him running through the crowd. He was called Naked Midian. Yes. And he's wearing this underwear with a fanny pack covering his balls. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was the funniest thing ever. They did that for a little while, but then they stopped.
3: <laughs> yeah, thankfully, they uh, they stopped that one. <laughs> I definitely remember those days, A Naked Midian. But you might not remember this, Kurt, but the taping in Baltimore had to be postponed by a day because of a heavy snowstorm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it was taped on Wednesday instead of the usual Tuesday. So a lot going on at this point, we move on. It's raw January 31st. You're back home in Pittsburgh, baby, and you suffer your first pinfall loss in the WWF. A lot of firsts here. And uh, again, in your hometown, man, I don't know about that. I don't don't think that's cool. You taking the pinfall, your first loss
2: in Pittsburgh. I was so excited. I was wrestling the rock in my hometown that it didn't matter. (laughs) That's right. It is the rock. It's
3: your second ever match between you two and buddy in our first clip of the week. uh, We have a clip from that show. first we're going to check out a promo from you, then rock and the finish of the match. So here it is raw January 31st, 2000, our first clip of the week
1: should be down on their hands and knees worshiping this guy
4: he's from pittsburgh he's an olympic gold medalist finally your olympic hero has come back to pittsburgh what What and listen to the boos from angles hometown fans that was a knockoff of the rock and as you all know i am still undefeated here in the World Wrestling Federation. In my opinion, he is.
1: Well, he certainly has not ever been pinned here. And
4: tonight, I will face The Rock. Thank you, thank you. People's champion against the Olympic champion, JR. That's a and matchup. And history has taught us from our previous encounter, the people's champion is no match for the olympic champion there you go
1: we're gonna find that out live here tonight the olympian and the rock
4: one-on-one and since this town has very little to cheer about i am officially naming myself your new hometown hero mighty big oven and we all know it's not Mario Lemieux anymore. Oops. That's right. But if he had a little more courage, maybe he would still be playing hockey today and he would be able to save the
1: Penguins. Can you believe with this the audacity of this young man. knocking Mario Lemieux's courage.
4: But do not worry. We're Mario left off. We're Mario left off. I will gladly take over, and to start tonight, your Olympic hero will defeat The Rock for the second time, right here in this ring, in front of his hometown fans. On to our Olympic hero. Kurt Angle? No doubt. Kurt Angle, The Rock says this, you run your mouth. Oh, how about how you beat The Rock? Well, The Rock says you have never. And The Rock means never, ever beaten The Rock. So The Rock says this. Quite simply put, The Rock says that tonight you like to wear your gold medals. Well, The Rock says this. He's going to go out there and win a gold medal for kicking your candy ass all over Pittsburgh. Cooking
1: the rock, Kurt Angle. It's gonna be next right here, live on Rock from Angle's hometown here in Pittsburgh. One on one. Next, Stopped the winning streak, but yes, me, he didn't oh, it was get up. It was... oh, some more drop by the rock, and again, the rock's got the left hook, and again, another near fall. Man, this has been a great matchup. Both men creating near falls on the other here. Now, this is showing one of those eyes intelligence. Take a little break, it gets too Angle. Angle's leaving, but well, wait a minute, look, there's, there's Taz, Taz from behind, not letting Angle escape the rock, wait a minute, it looked like Angle was going to take a hike, and take a shower, what is Taz doing out here, this was going to hit business, well we know Taz and Angle, no love loss between those two, he pops right up, Uh-oh. you know I think you can feel that momentum, it has turned here, JR, I think Kurt Angle fixed this field, something. I think he's fixed the field, the most electrifying move in sports entertainment history, the people's elbow! It is they What right in the heart of the Olympics? The Rock, will that be enough there? Yes, it is! Yes, it is! The Rock has finally stopped Angle's un-pinched streak! Here's your winner! We've history! Oh, right. We've seen it all right here Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh, is he's out! Hernandez been defeated! How embarrassing, thanks to that man, probably, Taz. Taz is an animal himself, and The Rock is the man that has put the first official pin on Uh-oh. Kurt Angle. Look at that! look at Taz. Oh, wait, whoa, whoa. oh, Taz, Taz excellently shot, hit The Rock with that, that clothesline. Taz is chasing Kurt Angle right up the rampway.
0: Listen, man, I know it sounds too good to be true, but I want you to just do me a favor and run on over to save with Get yourself a quick quote. My man, Andy M just left us a five-star review over at conradreviews.com. And he had this to say, the effort and communication from Josh was above and beyond. We ran into several unexpected hiccups along the way, but Josh kept us informed and kept looking for options to get things done. In the end, we were still able to refinance to a 15 year loan, or we're going to be able to pay it off in 10 And we took enough cash out to pay off our credit cards, my truck loan, and even buy my wife, her very first new vehicle. We're going to save over $500 a month from what we would have been paying without the refinance. We can't thank everyone enough. Now guys, that right there is a win, win, win situation. Let me explain over the last couple of years, your house is probably worth more than ever. Now what you do with that equity is up to you. And what I'm going to recommend is we do what our man Andy did. Andy took himself from a 30-year loan down to 15 years, but he's planning to pay it off in 10. Now, how can he afford to do that? We got rid of all his credit card debt, just like that. We got rid of his truck loan, and we even got him enough cash to get his wife a new vehicle. The result? Cheaper monthly payments. How does that happen? How do you get a new car, pay off a truck, and get rid of your credit cards and cut years off your loan? You go to savewithconrad.com. We're going to get you cheaper monthly payments, and how's this for starters? no house payments for the next two months. That's right. You can skip your next two payments. You don't need perfect credit. You don't need money out of your pocket. And buddy, if we can't help you save some cash, we won't waste your time. And here's the best part. We don't say no. We say not yet, but here's how. I don't care if you relate here or there. Maybe you had a bankruptcy back in the day. Maybe you are late on a credit card. We're going to help you figure out how to get in the situation that your family needs now and long-term. We want to be your mortgage advisor for life at SaveWithConrad.com.
3: There you go, Kurt. Little, Such a young Kurt Angle. I mean, you were still trying <laughs> to find your your voice, you know? We're looking for the bass in your voice in that promo, man. <laughs> it wasn't there, man. What? I still didn't hit puberty yet. <laughs> ah, and you're knocking the Berg, man. What's going on with you? I love it. Classic heel fashion. But, uh, man, we should also mention, by the way, Kurt, this is the Raw where the Radicals debuted in the WWF. You got Benoit, Eddie Malenko, and Saturn. I'm I know you had to be looking forward to working with those guys. Did you check them out at all? Were you familiar with them at all? Oh WCW? yeah. I
2: followed those guys, uh, all four of them. They were all incredible, but, uh, in particular, Benoit, Eddie and, um, Dean were really great technicians. And yeah. I was really excited about working with all those guys. Definitely.
3: Man. Just think about this time period in the WWF, the influx awesome. of talent between those four you, you included, I mean, all coming in this era, such a such a big time uh, for the yeah, WWE. Jericho just
2: came in too. That's, That's
3: right, crazy. not too far off. Yep. Yeah. So following the ending to the Rock match on the next SmackDown from Detroit, you defeat Rock and Taz. So of course they move it right into that triple threat. Rock hits the Rock Bottom on both you and Taz, but then the Big Show drags Rock out of the ring, and you sneak away with the win as your arm is barely covering Taz. We move on. It's Raw. It's February seventh. Dallas, and oh boy, it's you versus the 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 uh, world's strongest man, Mark Henry. And uh, at this point, he's soon to be a father with May Young. You remember all this good stuff, and uh, we're gonna check it out here, buddy. It's clip two of this week. It's you, yeah. Mark Henry, Ross, uh, February seventh, two thousand. Let's take a look. Angle
1: is uh, gonna to have to use his leverage and his. Uh, oh his- my God! Look at that. Raw strength and power by the world's strongest man, Mark Henry. He can dislocate his Olympic shoulder. And look at the size and the, the girth of Mark Henry. No! And, oh, my God. Running power slam. This is going to be it right there. And Angle, he squirmed of that, that three count. Got both shoulders off the canvas. He squirmed out of the squash. I thought he was squashed. Oh, no. Look at how strong Mark Henry is scooping Angle up. Like Angle was a, a lightweight, and he's not. Great elevation, great athleticism by a 400-pounder. There's a cover in the town. Another another near fall. I don't know if Mark Henry's uh, showing up for this Texas crowd because he's from Texas or if he's showing up for his pregnant wife. I just hope that, that Cactus Jack can find him some four some partners tonight or Cactus Jack is going to be decimated and eliminated. Oh, no! What a power bomb by Mark Henry. And here you're going for another cover. Whoa! Oh, an angle, but you saw the left shoulder come popping off the canvas there very close we still have chris jericho defending the intercontinental title tonight against a close to 500 pound man in viscera i bet may young is really loving this angle he's got only one pit ball loss and mark henry got low bridge and all 400 pounds of mark henry went right on the top right, right to the concrete floor hey wait a minute well, Child on her way to the ring. She's got a butt in the oven, and she's, she's coming out
4: here oh. to help her man. No, wait a minute, Mark Henry's over here, don't get in the ring.
1: Mark Henry hit the pass in right in front of us. Hey, what you, May, you May, oh, May oh. Oh, May, come on. You can't do that. May Young oh. is oh. a triggers. May Young attacking. Trigger. What are do you doing? Oh. There's a Barbara Bush, one of our EMTs. How can Kurt Angle even look himself in the mirror after what he has just done, King? They put her into labor right here, right now. I can't. This is shocking. Zero air passes. Take your teeth out.
3: I had forgotten about EMT, Barbara Bush, but Kurt, for the love of God, she had
2: a bun in the oven. What were you hey, thinking? Hey, hey. She hit me in the back first.
3: Oh <laughs> my word. <laughs> you almost caused her to go into labor right there in the ring. Oh man. I love Jack. The King says, take her teeth out. What in the world, man? So funny. So good. But man, one years old, 80, they're making you a heel. Oh, good stuff. I, I love recanting these old old school days here. Moving on, we should point out, May gave birth three weeks later to on Raw to a hand because, you know, why not? Any fun stories, though, out while we're here talking about May just working with her, Kurt?
2: Yeah, you know, that night before the match, she came up to me and she said, hey, I want you to spike the shit out of me. I want you to slam me as hard as you can. I want to fucking feel it. It's like, oh, my God. That's great. This lady wants me to spike her as hard as I can. She wanted me to angle slammer as hard as I could. <laughs> she was the real deal, man. She didn't she care. Was. She was, she never shied down to any bump that she had to take. She always followed through.
3: She took that power bomb from the Dudleys to the table. She took all kinds of bumps, man, man. You know, rest in peace, May young uh, great talent. She, yeah. So fun <laughs> back in the day. Well, Kurt, we move on. The next SmackDown was in Austin, Texas, and you won the European title. We talked about the top of the show from Val Venus. This is of course your first piece of WWF gold, and it's at an historic moment. And we're going to watch this ending together. If you want to check it out, it's on SmackDown from February 10th, 2000. Kurt and I are going to watch this right now. Him winning the European title.
1: We used to date Davy Crockett. intelligence again, and him all the way. Now look out, there's that fireman's carry, Puts the leg, there's the cover, could be, of it! Is. champion! The former Olympic gold medalist is now the European champion. Kurt Angle, Shaky Valdez, as we kick off SmackDown. But this reminds me of the 1996 Olympics when he won the gold medal. He's now the European champion. Angle's celebrating.
3: There it is, your big moment, European champion Kurt. How did it feel to get your first piece of WWF? My first gold? piece,
2: it felt really good, and I was expecting a lot more in the future. <laughs> There you go. Did you know in advance that you're winning
3: the title or did you find out they, uh, do you remember?
2: You know what? Back then I didn't have that great of a relationship with the writers and with Vince at that particular time. I just started out. So usually, um, uh, they would tell me the day of the show, um, okay. but as I got more experienced and got to know these people better. They would call me do- earlier in the week and tell me what was going on. But okay. at this point in time, they only told me the day of the show.
3: Yeah. You're still rookie Jones here and they're just kind of <laughs> yeah. letting you know when you show up woo wings a virtual restaurant concept from the man himself the nature boy rick flair enjoy the legendary flavors and world championship wings by ordering with your uber eats or postmates app Woo Wings is now open in Nashville, San Antonio, Jacksonville, Florida, as well as Huntsville and Tuscaloosa in Alabama, with many more locations coming soon. Try the only chicken wings worthy of carrying the name of the 16-time world heavyweight champion. Tell them, Nate.
4: Woo Wings! Legendary flavors! World championship wings! Woo! Woo Wings! Yeah! Woo Woo!
3: So we move on to raw it's uh, Valentine's day, 2000 from San Jose. And we're setting up the match with you and the intercontinental champion. Y2J Chris Jericho at no way out. You come out to the ring and you challenge Jericho for the intercontinental title at the pay-per-view and, uh, and you and Jericho would brawl around the ring until the refs finally break it all up. And then as you're leaving Jericho's buddy, China DDT's you on the floor This would then set up, Kurt, you versus China on SmackDown in Fresno, which China would win via DQ when you attack her with the European belt. Jericho comes out, hits you with the angles, and you hit him with the angle slam, sorry. And as you're celebrating, you get the old punch to the balls from China. That was one of her trademarks. We move on from there. It's raw. It's February 21st from the Georgia Dome in Atlanta and back home to where you won the Olympic gold medal, buddy. You teamed up with the British bulldog to defeat Jericho in China. And I guess it's only appropriate. The European champion has a European ally, right?
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Davy boy Smith. There uh, you go. Yeah. He was European. He was uh, from England, obviously. And that yep. was a European champion. So they go hand in hand. That just made
3: sense. And you would get the pin after hitting Jericho with the intercontinental title belt. And on the go home for No Way Out in Nashville for SmackDown, you and Big Show defeated Jericho and The Rock via DQ when China hits Big Show with a chair. And we're here, buddy. We're at No Way Out in Hartford. And you defeated Y2J and thus became the Eurocontinental champion and here's what Meltzer had to say as far as the match goes. He says, Kurt Angle pinned Jericho in 10 minutes, 14 seconds to win the Intercontinental title. Angle took a high backdrop drop over the top, and Jericho used his springboard dropkick, knocking Angle off the apron. Jericho did a moonsault block off the ring steps and ended up connecting with the knee to Angle's chest. Angle went for a Frankensteiner, but it was blocked by Jericho into a powerbomb. They did a couple of submission reversals out of that Japanese style, but the fans didn't understand what they were doing. Jericho then kicked out of angles, reverse fireman's carry slam. Angle grabbed the title belt, but as he went to use it for the first time, a referee, Tim white grabbed it from him and Jericho put him in the walls of Jericho, but angle would make it to the ropes. After a rough bump, angle grabbed the belt. China was also bumped by a collision with angle in the ring. Jericho went for the, uh, quad Cabrata, but angle struck the belt up and it hit Jericho and white counted to three after the match. Ref Earl Hebner came out to tell white what happened, but he didn't care and let the decision stand. Meltzer gave it three stars. And before we talk about it, uh, that match, uh, Kurt, we have a clip of the ending and what happened in the segments later in that show. Here it is. Our fourth clip of the week, no way out 2000. Let's check it out.
1: Angle wrecking the eyes and knocking down Chris Jericho. Uh-oh. And Angle. that what? Angle into another belt. I know the Intercontinental of the European. way hey China, China. China. Oh, he missed. He went for China. Oh, God. Jericho oh. ran into Angle, who in turn knocked China into the steel steps. China's hurt. China is down and hurt. Oh, she's telling the ref, I think she, she may have a broken rib. And Jericho now. With this, oh, oh, Jericho suplexing angle from the outside, back in. Kind of down, being attended to by the referee here. And there's a, oh, oh, he got the belt up. I he moves over, Kurt Angle got that belt. More intelligence. Hit Jericho right in the face, this one could be over. Great day in the WWF. Kurt Angle has just become the Intercontinental Champion, but in a match not without controversy. What do you mean? Wait, controversy? Well, there's another referee. And the referees are having a conference here. Oh, come on! What? 19 Champions. Hey, what is this? Look at this!
4: It's a,
1: a victory celebration. <laughs> Then finally, the fans realized we had a great guarantee with Cactus Jacks. Career- hey, wait a minute! He's still
4: celebrating.
1: Angle still celebrating on his way home. Hey, no, wait! Look, hey, hey. Jericho! Jericho, told Angle, oh, no, this, I'm uh, not just celebrating in the matina. Getting her licks in on on doing? Kurt Angle. Wait a minute! You can't do that to the champion! Hey, wait! Kurt Angle. Just got Stupid son of a
4: bitch. Sorry,
3: that ass. Wow, buddy, that was some celebration, but not the way you wanted to go out, huh? In a trunk? No, no I wanted to leave in peace. How, do you remember? How did you get out of the trunk of that car?
2: Uh, I had a little key. No. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> somebody just probably ran right out when they were done and uh, got you. Probably, uh, you know, obviously we had people there.
3: <laughs> yeah. I'm, they I, didn't I,
2: really I, say how I got out.
3: Yeah. Well, Hey, talk to us about what you remember about that match in general. I mean, here it is. Pay-per-view Chris Jericho, who you've talked oh, about over you and know, over. I and loved over
2: the again. match with Chris. I just didn't like the finish. I thought, I thought that the referee being outside the ring with China way too long and just felt like a little drawn out. You know, it just wasn't, um, a, a, it wasn't a clever finish. It could have been better.
3: Well, listen, you're the belt collector here. You got two championship belts. And uh, did you know they were going to start building to a three way, adding Benoit to the mix uh, once you got the IC title?
2: No, I didn't know that. Uh, actually, I knew that um, I actually thought I was only going to defend one title at WrestleMania. But they came up with the idea to have a triple threat and, you know, add Benoit to the mix. And then, you know, both of those guys would beat me for the title at WrestleMania. And one of them would hold one, and the other one would hold the other.
3: But I'm sure at this point, so again, they're all new as far as the radicals. So this is now going to be your first opportunity to, to really to start to work with Chris. So you got to be excited about this opportunity, right. To work with. Yes,
2: I was. I, you know, I followed Chris, uh, him and Eddie. Yeah. Majorly in WCW. And I loved both of their work. And I I knew that I could have incredible matches with them. And I was very much looking forward to wrestling. Chris.
3: Chris Benoit. Let this sink in. Kurt Angle and Chris Jericho. I mean, talk (laughs) about a three way, three guys that could just tear it down. And so here we go. We're going to start that build to your first ever WrestleMania. It is the raw after no way out. They did get you out of the trunk. We're back in Madison square garden already. And you issued an open challenge for the European title. Your buddy Rikishi accepts, but you walk out on the match after a few minutes after getting your first of, them sure, which we know many stink faces over the years. Jericho and China then run you back to the ring, and you get that Rikishi sit-down pile driver and the bonsai drop for your troubles. And here's a fun one: SmackDown would then be in Trent, New Jersey, next, and you successfully defended the IC title against who? our GI Joe hero, Sergeant Slaughter, buddy. And Sarge actually didn't look too bad in this one. He even takes,
2: he did really well.
3: Yeah. He takes the trademark bump when he goes flying out to the floor, following that Irish whip from you into the corner. Talk to us about working with Sergeant Slaughter in general. I mean, at this point he was an agent.
2: Yeah. You know, he, he didn't work full time. He was, you know, he worked every once in a while, but barely every once in a while. And I was just impressed at the his ability to keep working the way he did at that level. Uh, I know he wasn't working for a long time at that particular point. I know he did some independent shows and stuff like that, but uh, he wasn't really that active and he had a great match with me. I thought he was incredible. Uh, you know, the one thing about Sarge, uh, even as an agent, um, he, he's pretty basic. He's very simple. Okay. Uh, his, you know, his whole um, equation of matches is psychology. Uh, he keeps it very basic and I, I like that about Sarge. He that's very effective.
3: Yeah. Just one of those, uh, performers that I think about wrestlers. I think about as a kid that I always grew up, enjoyed watching his battles with iron Sheik. eventually, you know, they changed him and he turned bad and he took on Hogan and acted like, you know. He was uh he was with the with the wrong side of the team. But Sarge was always a hero, man. I had his G.I. Joe action figure, the tank, the whole nine I was yards as a kid. Then, yeah. Dude, huge, huge. So that's pretty cool, man. You got to work with Sergeant Slaughter too uh, in your career. Guys, I do want to pause here and talk to uh our Kurt Angle Show listeners about IWTV. Speaking of wrestling, if you love wrestling, if you're a fan of wrestling, this is independent wrestling's premier streaming service for live events and video in demand of past events. If you saw Wheeler universe versus Daniel Garcia on AEW a while back, then you need to check out their match on IWTV.live as they had an even better one there for the IWTV title. And you can check out other wrestlers like Eddie Kingston, Masato Tanaka, Jonathan Gresham, and more. Listen, it's just $10 a month and they offer 20 plus events stream live each month from top independent wrestling. And just this past week, they had 10 live events. That's $1 an event. There's no better value in wrestling streaming today. Also as an IWTV.Live subscriber, you have immediate access to their extensive library of over 13,000 hours of video on demand content from over 300 independent wrestling promotions from around the world, including Beyond Wrestling, Prestige Wrestling, Absolute Intense Wrestling, and H2O. You can watch IWTV Live anytime, anywhere, on Roku, Apple TV, and Amazon Fire TV Stick, including mobile apps for Apple and Android devices. There's no long-term contracts required, so go to IWTV Live and subscribe today for just $10 a month. So Kurt, we move on to Raw. It's March 6th. It's in Springfield, Massachusetts, and it's a rematch from no way out with you defending the Intercontinental title against Jericho. Jericho wins by DQ, when of course you decked out, yeah, kicked out of his uh him his suit in his, he was in a suit, he was in a bow tie. But guess who makes his way down to the ring, buddy? That's right, Mr. Chicken Wing himself. Bob Backlund comes through the crowd and attacks Jericho when he has you in the walls and puts him out with the cross face chicken wing. Tell us about your initial thoughts about being paired with Bob Backlund. Well, I was excited.
2: I I, I didn't know Bob. I knew about Bob. I read about Bob. heard about Bob, and uh, you know he had an incredible career. But meeting him in person was a, an experience in itself. <laughs> a hoot. Yeah, uh, very eccentric man. Yeah, always had the bow tie and the and the um, suspenders. The suspenders. Yeah, and he had this big smile on his face all the time. Hi, I'm Bob Backlund. <laughs> so it was just, he was different. And, uh, but, but I enjoyed working with him. He was a really good guy, man. He was champ
3: for so long, uh, late, late seventies, early eighties, which was is just crazy. But listen, I remember standing in line outside of, uh, in Philadelphia for, you know, to get into a WWE show and who comes out, but Bob Backlund waving at people, signing autographs, walking around the crowd, just outside the arena, just walking That's around. Bob,
2: yeah. That's what I mean. he does, man. he, He's a very, uh, considerable person. He's yeah. Very, correct. very nice. Very, uh, very approachable.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Bob Backlund. Well, so there you go. Now, not only have you gotten to interact with Sergeant Slaughter, now they're bringing Bob Backlund in. Kurt's getting to work and see all these legends, getting
2: all the old hall of famers. <laughs> there you go. Uh, we move
3: on to SmackDown from Boston. Same thing happens when you're wrestling Taz for the intercontinental title. Backlund runs out and puts Taz in the chicken wing. Only this time Jericho is there to make the save. And he puts Backlund in the walls of Jericho. This leads to raw on March 13th from the Meadowlands. This time you're defending the European title. Cause you know, you got it like that. You can defend, you know, pick titles that you want to, or the other
2: or both. Yeah. yeah, whatever,
3: whatever you feel like. And you defeated Taz and Y2J in a no DQ triple threat match after Backlund gets involved again, and you clock Jericho with the belt to win. So there we go. We're continuing to march on to WrestleMania. We're at SmackDown. It's at the Nassau Coliseum, and we're finally getting Bob Backlund out of retirement and into the ring instead of butting his nose in all your matches. So we have Jericho and Taz defeating you and Bob Backlund via DQ, when Chris Benoit runs out and attacks Jericho and thus inserting himself into your feud. Here we go. We're on to raw it's March 20th. It's in Chicago. And you've told us about this before when you were doing a live backstage segment with Backlund and somehow he doesn't realize and asked to do it over this was after you got involved in a match with Jericho versus Benoit and decked both of them with the total belts. Let's play a clip of the ending of the backstage skit. And your look in the camera is priceless <laughs> Seen this in 20 years. Listen, this is priceless dude. When he says, let's
2: do it over. All right. Are you ready? I cannot wait to watch this with you now, guys. This is- it. Everybody needs to know. He thought it was taped. This was live. And they told him 20 times it's going to be live. It's not going to be taped. This is going straight to the, to the TV. You know, it's going out to the, that's right. Over the, the airwaves,
3: buddy. Yeah. But there's no
2: second chances. And this is what he does.
3: All right. It's March 20th, 2000 for all those that want to watch it, uh, as well. Here we go.
1: Just moments ago in the Chris Jericho, Chris Benoit matchup. Certainly a Kurt angle made his presence doubly felt. King? Well, Jericho and Benoit, they want Kurt's gold so bad they can taste it taste of it. And I guarantee you, they got a mouthful, and this is as close as they're ever going to come to those championships that Kurt Angle carries. Watch this. Jericho, Benoit, ooh, and Angle all beat at WrestleMania for gold in a triple threat matchup. Oh, it again, get it again.
2: Yes.
1: Celebrate, they are. they They're celebrating. Oh, boy.
4: Oh, boy. That is...
1: Hey, my guess. Look at Backlund. Who is that guy? Back. They're celebrating, King. Well, I know they are. I don't know what they're doing. I, I if
2: Beckham lost his mind he's <laughs> Oh my god He said I need you to stand up <laughs> He was supposed to put the crippler Crossface on him while he was sitting And Bob didn't want to do it because He wasn't standing <gasps> up <laughs>
3: And you just look off into the distance in the camera. That is so funny. Oh my I look word! Back
2: at the writer, and he was is that who you at looked camera. at. That's why I looked back like, holy shit!
3: Yeah, and they just went off the air and were like, "What the fuck? We don't know." What you we're know. Doing
2: and then here. I know there was online writer saying, "What was happening there? There was something going on. They they didn't really know what it was." Did they
3: make the decision? Hey, we're just going to pull Bob. It, it was a fun ride with Bob, but it, it, we're done. <laughs>
2: I think I think that was the deciding factor. I think yeah. that Bob when he did that, um, they just felt like we had enough of Bob back then, we're gonna move on.
3: <laughs> Bob, appreciate you coming. We have some lovely parting gifts. don't for get you me
2: wrong, <laughs> Bob was fun to work yeah, with. Yeah. Yeah. I loved him.
3: Yeah. yeah, no doubt about it. But yeah, you know what? He also was brought up in a different era where the there were a lot of pre tapes, you know, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. So.
2: You're absolutely right. <laughs>
3: Yeah. All right. That was fun. Well, listen, SmackDown's in Milwaukee and you and Benoit go to a no contest when Jericho, who is doing commentary interferes and attacks both you and Chris and puts the walls of Jericho on both of you two. And then we're here. We're at the go home raw for WrestleMania 2000, Kurt, your first WrestleMania ever. It's in Houston. Uh, you face Kane who wins by the DQ after you guessed at another belt shot, but Kane leaves you laying with the tombstone on this go home raw and, uh, we're, then we move on to SmackDown that's in San Antonio and you were pinned for the second time by the rock. What's
2: up with that?
3: I mean, <laughs> the rock's just, just, just pinning you left and right here, dude.
2: Yeah. But you know what? He's the rock. And I was just a rookie. And you're right the
3: rookie. <laughs> He's the rock. You're the rookie. And that's just how <laughs> it works. Yes. Well, in the lead up to WrestleMania, did you know how big and how gigantic the magnitude of this was going to be? I mean, could you feel it? Cause you had never been to WrestleMania before brother.
2: You knew something big was gonna happen. Uh all this stuff leading up to WrestleMania, all the promotions, all the commercials, all the talk of WrestleMania coming up, you knew something big was coming. And and it didn't disappoint. It was my favorite WrestleMania of all time because it was my first. It was very special. It was almost as important as my Olympic gold medal match. Before
3: we get into uh, you know, the the day of and what happened there in, in Anaheim, uh, can we talk a little bit about so you arrive at your first WrestleMania, do you remember kind of walking out on stage before the, you know, the show that night and thinking to myself, yourself, my God, this is, this is going to be incredible. Just just yeah. soaking it in. And you
2: know, you know, the only thing I was worried about is not messing up. I'm sure <laughs> I Want to mess up. Yeah. <laughs> it was my first WrestleMania. I wanted to make a big impact.
3: Did you have, do you, did you, I'm sure, did you have family there with you or anything like that for your first WrestleMania?
2: Uh, yes, yes. My brothers came and that's my, cool. You know, other family members came. Gotcha. So, yeah, there were people there. Definitely. So it was a, it mean, was you definitely, definitely special first WrestleMania, especially.
3: Yeah. It was definitely a special day for you. So there you go. Well, here we are. We made it first WrestleMania for Kurt, April second, two thousand. It's at the Arrowhead Pond in Anaheim. We got to mention in the live episode of Sunday Night Heat, you attacked your now former mentor manager Bob Backlund. You put him in the chicken wing after learning it was Backlund who arranged for you to be defending both your titles in the triple threat match with Benoit and Jericho. So there you go; Uh, they they put an end to the whole Backlund deal. But here we go, Kurt, and our final clip of the week: it's you losing both belts at WrestleMania without you hear me without getting pinned. Here we go. Let's check it out.
1: drop kick to the back of a Benoit's head. Beautiful. Interesting combination of offense there encountered by Jericho and Angle. See, I'm telling you, it's a conspiracy. It's a shame when a man, an American hero, like Kurt Angle has to help somebody like Y2J keep him from being pinned. Both arms hooked, another angle. There you little go. That. That's it. And Angle across the a face face chicken, wing. chicken wing. Give angle. it up. That's a cross face chicken wing. A painful, painful him. submission move. I hear him giving. Tap it out. This is the way that Angle can retain his intercontinental title. Jericho fading fast. Jericho's not going to last much longer. Oh, no, look out. Watch your back. Yeah, two. Oh, the a drop kick. Did you see Benoit, that drop kick? <laughs> I know. Well, angle on the outside. Toss to the outside by Benoit. Oh my gosh! And Benoit throwing angle to the front row. What are you doing? And those ain't cheap seats. Benoit now up top. Oh boy, here it go down. Yeah. Benoit just hit that, that headbutt from the top. Well they Benoit this is just it's seamless. There's no interruption here. Now that the Intercontinental title belongs to Chris Benoit, we will go for the European. Benoit on the outside, Angle now in trouble. In the ring with Chris Benoit. Shot! Or with the Chris Jericho, I'm sorry, I apologize. Oh, look out, come Oh, look how it comes up, eh? Can, can, can he do it? Can Jericho do it? Yes, Good gotcha! double power, ball. I don't know how Jericho had enough left in him to do that. Jericho making in the cover, and, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Damn it, back suplex with a waist lock. And the Canadian yeah. Crippler, Chris Benoit, holding on like a pit bull. Yeah. That's two, a trifecta at WrestleMania, with the bridge, it's Whoa. over. And Angle made sure, I mean, at the, the very, very last moment, that we didn't get another three. Come on, Kurt, oh no. Benoit trying to load Angle up. Oh, oh, oh! What a German suplex that was. Where the bridge, angle shoulders are up, ref. His shoulder's not down! Two. I told you it's a conspiracy here, JR. Did you see that? Dem White, the official involved in the controversial conclusion of the Hardcore Battle Royal earlier tonight. I think they're going to start calling him Dim White. <sighs> Look at him. Oh. Well, the, the light's out at the White House hold. All right, Kirk, get out of there. This is the time. Just run. They have to fight another- no, no, no. Oh, no! Oh, no! There's a- the cross face. The cross crossface, oh, a critical face yeah. by Benoit! Yeah. And yeah. The Jericho's up. tapping out, but there's no referee! Yes. Yes. A ref! Ref! Yes. just got a tap out from- yes. From Jericho, but no ref to call it. Uh-oh! And now it's- it's Jericho! Jericho up with the walls of Jericho! Hey, Angle got one of the title belts. Intelligence time. Oh, and Angle just nailed Jericho, right between the eyes. Thank goodness. Angle going for the cover. This should, this should be it here. Come on, ref. Referee Tim White. This should retain one title. Still stunned. And what? and Benoit just pulled Jericho out of the ring. Benoit wants to to go back to Edmonton with both title belts. What a gold hog. In Edmonton, that's where he lives. Yeah. Benoit rights angle misses the clothesline, and for another suplex, we've seen a lot of them in this matchup. Now Benoit may be going. Well, would this be would this be a debut at WrestleMania for for Chris Benoit? Going, no! oh, oh. Angle aborted that headbutt. And, no wait a minute! No wait a minute! No! 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 The champion has won the European title. The winner of the four. Wait a minute! And new European champion, Chris Jericho. They are—they've screwed an American hero here. What is? Angle can't believe it. He never he's never lost. He's never lost a match at WrestleMania. He didn't lose it. He's no longer a champion. Angle has lost both the intercontinental title and the European title. All Right. What are they going to do next? Take his Olympic medals? But he's, but he's, but he wasn't even pinned. Travesty.
4: A miscarriage of
3: justice. Wasn't even pinned. There you go, Kurt.
2: Never pinned, never lost. (laughs)
3: Let's, uh, I want to read, uh, what Meltzer had to say about it. And then we'll get into some questions here. He said, Chris Benoit ended up as IC champ, Jericho as European champ and a two- uh, three-way and two three-way matches where double champ Kurt angle lost both belts without getting pinned in 13 minutes and 35 seconds. This was technically the best wrestling on the show and didn't have much heat, but the wrestling from all three was well below the standard you'd expect from them. Okay. I don't know if it was nerves or a reaction to the dead crowd and it was good, but you'd expect great in this setting. First fall saw Benoit pin Jericho after a diving headbutt in seven minutes and 54 seconds to win the IC belt. And, uh, and, and, Meltzer's opinion, the IC belt should have been the second fall because the European title is traditionally considered a joke. So the emotional climax had already taken place and they still had to go out there. Uh, and he said, because the European belt doesn't mean much when the match picked up, it just didn't seem important. They did some big moves, including angle missing a Kenta Kibashi style moonsault and Jericho putting him in the walls. But Benoit saved Jericho did a double bomb on Ang- angle and Benoit followed with a rolling German suplex on Jericho and a dragon suplex. Tim white got bumped, which we saw. Uh, and then Benoit used the cross face on Jericho who was tapping like crazy, thereby signaling that he was going over Jericho put the walls on Benoit, but angle hit him with the belt. But Benoit saved Jericho Benoit then missed the diving head button Jericho on Jericho and Jericho hit uh, the Cabrera for the pin in five minutes, 41 seconds. He gave it two and three quarter stars. All right, Kurt, here we go. Do you agree That's with Meltzer's? <laughs> I know, man. Do you agree with Meltzer's report about the match though? What
2: yeah. Do you think? Yeah. I agree. I think the intercontinental title should have been the second title that was defended at WrestleMania. Uh, after the Intercontinental title, after Benoit won, I don't think the fans cared after that who was going to win the European title uh, because that that title is way below the Intercontinental title.
3: Do you also agree? Do you think that you guys were dealing with nerves about this being your first WrestleMania for all yeah, of you guys? Yeah,
2: I believe it. I was nervous as hell. You know, okay. It was probably the most nervous I've been at any WrestleMania. I'm sure those guys felt it too. It was their first WrestleMania too.
3: And which crazy is, and you've talked about it before you talked about it on last week's episode with Benoit, man, you guys are always your own toughest critics. So I'm sure after the match, you probably had some interesting conversation you with know, the three. None of, you. of
2: us were happy about the match. Yeah. We thought it all, we all thought it could have been better. So you're absolutely right.
3: Yeah. And then the crowd themselves, they just watching that back now, they seemed dead too. So that didn't help anything.
2: No, it didn't. And we weren't sure why. I don't know if it was because the Intercontinental title was uh, decided first. Yeah. Because the crowd was pretty alive up until then. And then it kind of died after that.
3: What about just after it was over, though? I know maybe, you know, you just said not very happy with the match. But after it's over, what was it like, though, competing at your first WrestleMania and getting that under your belt?
2: It was a great feeling. you know, Getting the first one under your belt. uh, you, You don't really enjoy it because you're so damn nervous about it. But the other WrestleManias after that, I started to soak it in and enjoy it. And, you know, after you have a little more experience, you can start doing that. And that's what I did.
3: Yeah. It's one of those things like, all right, got that one out of the way. Now I know what to expect. Cause you really don't know what to expect. Like you said, you saw the build, marketing and you knew it was going to be big, but now you're like, okay, been there, done that. Let's, let's move on and, and make some memories. You're the- absolutely right. Yep. There you go. All right, buddy. Listen, we got some fan questions this week, so we're going to jump right into it. We're going to start with a wrestling historian. He says, how did it feel to become the Eurocontinental champion? Thanks
2: in advance. Oh, it was great. I mean, it, it, it was so fitting for me. My character at that particular time, I was carrying all these gold medals around my neck. And, you know, when I first started, I actually had 25 of them around my neck and, uh, the more titles I won, what Vince McMahon told me is your rookie year, we're going to have you win every title because the more titles you win, the more obsessed you become. And that's why he wanted me to start out with 25 medals around my neck, not just one. Okay. And, uh, so, uh, you know, I, I, I got to do that and it was a great experience.
3: Gold obsessed Kurt angle. Yes, that's yes, how it is. That was
2: my character.
3: Yeah. <laughs> And the real me, (laughs) exactly. It's you all the way around. Francis Reyes is up next. He said, "Did you want to be in the main event at Mania or the match that people talked about that night instead?" So I'm sure Uh, the competitor and you would have loved it.
2: Yeah, (laughs) yes, of course I wanted to be in the main event or the most talked about match in in WrestleMania. Uh, I don't think we were at that particular time, but. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's not a dumb question, but it kind of is. Yeah. Well, yeah. Hey,
3: if you, as you've gotten to know Kurt through this podcast, you know, that he is, uh, driven to always be in the best spot, the best, you know, best wants to be in the best match. So there you go. Uh, James Grunberg is up next. He says, was it fun getting to work with Bob Backlund?
2: It was fun. I had a blast working with him. Uh, you know, he was so unpredictable, like what he did in that pre-tape uh, but he, he was fun. A lot of clean fun though. He's, he's not like, uh, a, he's a pretty clean guy. You know, he doesn't clean swear, cut. you know, he yeah. go, goes by the rules. He's pretty much straightforward.
3: Yeah. And he's a, and he's a workout animal, isn't he?
2: Yes. Yes. He loves working out. He'll work out in his suspenders and bow tie, <laughs> like right there on right, right. At the arena, he'll do start doing squat jumps and, you know, just whatever he could, you know, push ups. you know, with his, with his, uh, gear on. on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: Right. Oh man, that's something else. Eric Sedan is up next. How did you feel, uh, that having the second fall be, and we just talked about this and and a lot of people have obviously thought this as well. The second fall being for the European championship instead of the intercontinental, it felt anticlimactic for me since the IC was more prestigious. He, I mean, he absolutely nails it on the head. Exactly what we just talked about.
2: Yeah, he's absolutely right. The, The intercontinental title should have been the second one decided.
3: There you go. Uh, our buddy Bobby is up next. He says, Kurt, when you won the title, did you get to keep it between towns or put it in the, in the semis that hauled the ring? So did you travel with those title
2: belts? That's a good question. Yes. Yes. You had to, and you were responsible for them. If you lost them, you had to pay for them. So, uh, they, they always had you carry the titles that you were, that you were representing and you had to carry them town to town. You actually even brought them home with you. So you had them 24 seven and you were responsible for them. until you and
3: then, them. and then it's not like you're just carrying one, you're carrying two belts around.
2: Yeah. Now. Yeah. It was a good rib on me.
3: Yeah. And, uh, would you check luggage, I guess, or would you not, I mean, yeah, I yeah. Know.
2: you know what you weren't supposed to, but I checked them. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Cause you know, if you, uh, if, if your bag gets lost then the titles are lost, Oh yeah, the, absolutely. The company isn't going to be able to make them, uh, quickly for that, you know, for that show that week. What so Kurt already being
3: a bad boy his rookie year. I uh, was rules. a bad boy. I put yeah. him in
2: my check baggage.
3: There you go. Adam Arpin is up next. He said the original WrestleMania 2000 posters showed Chris Jericho and not Mick Foley as being part of the main event initially. Did you hear anything about this? And if so, what was your reaction to Jericho being bumped from that spot and inserted into a program with yourself and Ben Watts instead? So had you heard
2: about that at all? About him No, I never it? heard about that. But okay. you know, one thing what they did with Chris Benoit, and Chris Jericho coming from WCW, they brought them in larger than life. Jericho came in Y2J, the downtown. Yeah. He had a promo with The Rock. Uh Benoit came in and wrestled Triple H for the world title his first night. They brought him in larger than life. And then what they did is they pulled him down to the opening card and they rebuilt him up WWE style. Yeah. And that, that that's what they did. So I don't see how Jericho was in this, in that talk of being in the main event at WrestleMania because he started in, at the end of 1998 and they, they pulled him down to the opening card level and they had him work his way back up. And he was working his way back up when he won the intercontinental title And then at WrestleMania, he won the European title. So uh, he was at the same level I was. So I don't know how they were thinking that Chris Jericho would be in the main event at that WrestleMania because they didn't build him up enough to be there.
3: Yeah, that's a good point. So not sure what was going on there, but Adam, great question. And uh, maybe one day we can uh, ask Chris Jericho about that a little bit. If we ever get him back on as a guest. Yeah, we've done it once. We could do it again. Hazard F5 is up next. Our buddy, by the way, he is uh, fantastic with title belt reviews. He says, were you shocked? They were putting both belts on you, uh, so soon and taking them off of you so fast. So let's no, start there. I wasn't
2: shocked either way. I knew I was going to get these titles. I knew I was going to win them. I didn't know I was going to do it simultaneously, but losing the titles, I knew Vince had bigger plans for me. So he wanted me to keep going, keep moving. Cause King of the ring was next and it was coming up soon. So I didn't need those titles anymore. And I ended up winning king of the ring Yeah, and I went from there and I ended up going to the world title. So, uh, I held the titles as long as I had to hold them. And that, that was it. I, I don't think I ever went back and won those again. He
3: says, uh, on a scale of one to 10, how much did Benoit's chops hurt? Was there anyone <laughs> else that delivered chops that painful
2: in 11 or 12? Exactly. That's how hurt. Yeah. He was the worst. I mean, when you got done wrestling him, you had black and blue marks on your chest. It was ridiculous.
3: (laughs) There's a reason they called him the Wolverine man.
2: He's the Wolverine without a doubt.
3: (laughs) Last question this week, Kurt comes to us from Yambag Jones. uh, Our buddy from mad free shows. He says, what's Kurt's philosophy on putting a hot match out uh, to start the show versus slowly building the card up to having the best matches end
2: the show. So what do you think about that? Well, my, my opinion is you need to have a hot match at the beginning. Okay. You have to get the crowd into the show. And then you pull it down and you and you go you go uh that then you pull it down and you start out uh you know kind of um not not so hot and you build your way up back Ebbs and flows. Event. So yeah. you want a hot match at the beginning. The sec the first match of the night is the second most important match. That sets the tone of the night. And then your main event is your most important match. And you have to have that first match, be a big match and then lower it, go down and then build yourself up to the main event.
3: Kurt, listen, we saw some fun stuff this week. As we wrap up the show, we got to see you stare off in the distance. Like what the hell are you thinking? Bob Backlund, we got to see you and Mae Young and you have a little bit of fun with her, with her bun in the oven. Uh, this was fun. reliving your rookie year, huh?
2: Yeah, it was fun. I had a lot of fun doing this.
3: Well, buddy, next week we're going to talk about, we're going, we're we're leaving, uh, WWF WWE and we're going over to TNA and we're going to talk bound for glory 2013 when you took on Robert Roode. And it's also when you were inducted into the TNA hall of fame, man, that was a, that was a big moment for you, buddy.
2: Yeah, it was. Yeah. I was very honored to be inducted into TNA hall of fame. I think I was the second member inducted.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to have fun next week talking about that. But before we get out of here, I want to mention a few things. First of all, check us out on adfreeshows.com. That's where you're going to get it all early and ad free before anybody else gets it. You're getting us with no ads. And, uh, not only that, but you're also going to get any bonus show and content with Kurt angle on, uh, ad free as well as also, a lot of other bonus material uh, that you're not going to find anywhere else with guys like Mike Huota and Tom Pritchard and, and other, uh, just other folks that are involved in the business, but also want to talk to you today right now about... Physically fit.com, those chicken snacks. And Kurt, as you turn around to grab them, I got to tell you, this week I was at a wrestling show and none other than the chicken snack champ himself, <laughs> Nicholas Meeks, was there and he said to say hi. I got a picture with him and he said to say hi, man. But the the chicken snack physically
2: champ, Fit nutrition champion, yeah. The chicken snack yeah. champ was there, buddy. And that's awesome. That's cool. I'm man. glad you took a photo with him. That was yeah, really he was cool. a
3: good dude. But uh, he said, man, I love my chicken snacks. So why don't you tell them on how they can get some of their own?
2: All right. There are 11 different flavors. We have chicken protein and plant, organic plant protein. Uh, there are 11 different flavors. You can go to physicallyfit.com. they order yours. The flavors are incredible. You're going to absolutely love them. There and you then, go. Oh, and if you want, uh, if it's your first time purchase, Use the code angle pod. You'll get 20% off. And if you become a lifetime member, which you can sign up on the website, you'll have 20% off forever.
3: That's right. You can become that gold member, gold card member. So take advantage of that. Also, Kurt, Kurt, Angle brand all one is where you want to go to take advantage of all that great Kurt Angle memorabilia. They got milk cartons, they also have photos. But the thing to me, I think the big one is taking advantage of that cameo where Kurt's going to send you a personalized message and talk to you about whatever you want. There's no, no, no limit to it. Whether it's a birthday wish, whether, whatever the case may be, we're heading into the fall season. Maybe you want them to, you know, something for Halloween or Christmas is going to be coming soon. Whatever the case is, Kurt angles, your Olympic hero and can deliver that message. Go to Kurt Right, Kurt. it's a great place where they can yes, find all kinds you get of cowboy
2: stuff. hats, birthday cards, autographed photos, uh, milk cartons, t-shirts, cameo voice messages, whatever you want, order it at Kurt and I'll send it to you.
3: Kurt. Finally, I have one more announcement and I don't know if you know this or not, but we have sold out. No. Yes, we have. We have, we've sold out of the American <laughs> hero championship belts, wildcat belts. Yes. I talked to Andrew this week. He's like, you're like the NWO sold out, baby. We have sold <laughs> out of the belts. All of us that have, uh, were fortunate enough to get one have now got the, got our, our American hero belts, but guys, I also wanted to say, as we wrap up that go to wildcatbelts.com and support Andrew over there, incredible belts, incredible belts. And, uh, he he said, he said, Paul, you never know. There could be a series (laughs) two down the road, so, uh, we'll see, but man, thank you guys for, uh, for, for taking advantage of that opportunity. You are now in rarefied air And, uh, appreciate it. Kurt, that's going to do it for us this week. My friend, I know you got a busy, a busy rest of your day, but I appreciate you, uh, being here and part of this episode with me.
2: Thank you. And I appreciate it as well, Paul. Thank you for everything. My friend. Love you, brother. Love
3: you, man. And we'll see you right here next week again on the Kurt angle show.